And Lord, good morning. Let's open up in prayer. Let's bow our heads, close our eyes. Our Heavenly Father, how we give thanks to You, Lord, this morning for the life which You've given us. We thank You for Your patience and Your long-suffering with us. Lord, we realize that we are but sinners, uh, deserving eternal wrath. And yet, You have not just left us in that condition, but You have provided a way through Your Son, Jesus Christ, that we might be reconciled to You, Lord. You made Him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might have the righteousness of You in Him. And so, Lord, we desire not to take that fact for granted, uh, but what we ask, Lord, is that You help us to see the truth in this fact, we, we pray that you help us to see the beauty, the loving kindness that you have shown humanity in providing for a Savior. And so, Lord, we just want to spend some time giving thanks for that, singing your praises, reading from your word, how we pray that you would give us wisdom to understand your word the way you would have us to understand. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Savior, like a shepherd, lead us. One, two, three, begin. Savior, like a shepherd, lead us.
Okay, question 115 of the Catechism. What do we pray for in the second petition? What is the third petition? Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. What do we pray for in the third petition? That men on earth may serve God as the angels do in heaven. Tunaomba nini katika ombi la tatu? Ili watu duniani wamtumuze Mungu kama vile malaika ufanya mbinguni. So what it is very important for us to remember is that God does not exist to serve man. Kumbuka kwamba jambo la muhimu ni kwamba tukumbuke kwamba sisi tunamtegemea Mungu lakini Mungu atutegemei sisi. There are many false teachers who want to treat God as though he exists in order to serve man. Kumbuka kuna wabili wengi walimu wengi wanatudanganya kupitia kwa maandiko matakatifu ya kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu anatutegemea sisi binadamu. And so they think or they teach that the reward for believers is not God himself but what God can give you. Kumbuka wengi wetu tunadanganya kupitia maovili ama mafundisho ya bandia kwamba ile hali ya kumpendeza Mungu ni kwa sababu anaweza kupatia mambo mengi lakini sio kumtafuta Mwenyezi Mungu. That is false religion. That is idolatry because you're not you're not worshiping God, you're worshiping that which you believe God can give you. Hii inaonyesha kwamba tunajiabudu sisi wenyewe tunaabudu michongo kwa sababu Mungu amesema tumtafute yeye kwanza sio baraka zake tumtafute yeye na mengine itafuata. And all throughout the word of God you will read that God hates idolatry. Kumbuka katika maandiko matakatifu Mwenyezi Mungu amejifunua kwetu sisi akituambia kwamba yeye hapendi mtu kuabudu kitu kingine ila yeye peke yake. And it is right that it is so. Na ni ukweli Mwenyezi Mungu ana haki kusema hivyo kwa sababu yeye alitumba sisi sote. For there is no greater good than God. Kumbuka kwamba Mungu alitumba na mpango mwema katika maisha yetu. Yeye mambo yake kuhusu maisha yetu ni bora kuliko mambo mengine ambayo sisi tunawaza. God stands outside creation. Kumbuka kwamba Mungu alituumba na amekaa kando. Yeye ni Mungu wa milele, yeye ni Mungu wa enzi. Everything that exists that is not God has been created by God. Kumbuka kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu ndiye aliumba kila kitu. Yeye yuko nje ya nyakati, yuko nje ya kila kitu. Kwa hivyo anajua mpango wote juu ya maisha ya viumbe vyake. Now how can anything which God has created be greater than God himself? Sasa swala kubwa kwa watu wengi katika ulimwengu ambao sisi ni viumbe vya Mwenyezi Mungu je jiulize kuna kitu kizaidi bora kuliko ile Mwenyezi Mungu aliumba? It cannot be so. Kumbuka kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu alitumba sisi sote na kwa hivyo mpango wake na yeye mwenyewe ni bora kuliko kitu kingine chochote. And yet the false teachers will tell you 
You just go to God in order to get what it is you want that God has created. Lakini wale wale waalimu na waobiri wa kudanganya wanapenda kutudanganya kwamba muendee Mwenyezi Mungu ili akupatie baraka, akupatie mali, lakini sio Mungu mwenyewe tunatafuta. As though God has created things which are somehow better than he himself. Ni kama ni kana kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu ameumba ameumba vitu vingine ambavyo ni bora kuliko yeye mwenyewe. Man or rather God does not exist in order to serve man. Rather man exists to worship and serve God because God is the chiefest being. Kumbuka kwamba sisi zote tuliumba tuliumba mbele ya Mwenyezi Mungu na Mwenyezi Mungu mwenyewe kwa sababu tunafaa kumwabudu na tunastahili kumwabudu na kumpenda na kumtii yeye peke yake. The angels exist to serve God and man is also to serve God as the angels do. Kila kitu ambacho tuliumba na Mwenyezi Mungu tunafaa kumwabudu Mwenyezi Mungu na kumtukuza yeye peke yake. Any religion that teaches otherwise is a false religion. Dini yote ambayo inaenda kinyume na hayo maandiko matakatifu Now I want us to uh, continue looking at Proverbs chapter 2. Na tuendelee kuangazia sura ya pili ya kitabu cha Methali. And for this morning's purposes we want to focus on verses 6 through 8. Na leo tutaangazia zaidi mstari wa 6 hadi 8. This is the word of the Lord. Na hili ni neno la Mungu. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice. And he preserves the way of his godly ones. Mstari wa sita kwa kuwa Bwana huapa watu hekima, kinywani mwake hutoka maarifa na ufahamu, kuwawekea wanyofu akiba ya hekima kamili, yeye ni ngao kwa waendao kwa ukamilifu, apate kuyalinda mapito ya hukumu na kuhifadhi njia ya watakatifu wake. Now if you remember from verses 1 to 5 of Proverbs 2 we saw how we can find the will of God for our lives. Kama mnaweza kumbuka kuanzia mstari wa kwanza hadi wa tano tulikuwa naangalia njia pekee ambayo ni bora ambayo tunaweza jua nia Mwenyezi Mungu katika maisha yetu. And in short we concluded that to find the will of God for our lives we are to read the word and obey the word. Na kumbuka kwamba tulipata majibu ni kwamba lazima tutii neno la Mwenyezi Mungu na, na, na tulipende neno la Mwenyezi Mungu. And now in these verses 6 through 8 we find how we can recognize the things that the Lord does for us. Na sasa katika mstari wa sita hadi nane tunaweza thibitisha kazi ambayo Mungu anatenda katika maisha yetu. And right at the very beginning of verse 6 we see the Lord gives wisdom. Naona kwamba katika mstari wa sita sentensi ya kwanza ni kwamba Bwana Mwenyezi Mungu huapa watu hekima. It says for the Lord gives wisdom. Yasema kwa kuwa Bwana huwapa watu hekima. It is God who gives wisdom. Kumbuka kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu ndiye utupatia hekima. We do not generate wisdom just out of thin air. Kumbuka kwamba sisi hatuna uwezo wa kupata hekima ambayo inatoka kule juu. And we do not gain wisdom from other 
people. It is God who gives wisdom. Remember in Proverbs 1.7, it is the fear of the Lord that is the beginning of understanding. If you don't even have a proper fear and reverence of the Lord, you will never have any understanding or wisdom. Kumbuka katika kitabu cha Methali sura ya kwanza mstari wa saba tunaomba kwamba ile hali ya kumcha Mwenyezi Mungu ndio chanzo cha maarifa na kwa hivyo kama unataka kumtii na kumpenda Mwenyezi Mungu lazima upende neno lake. In James chapter 1 verse 5 if any of you lacks wisdom ask Emmanuel is that who we ask? No. Yes or no? No. <laughs> what about uh, 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 Susan? Should we ask Susan? No. No, if any of you lacks wisdom, ask who? God. God. It is God who gives wisdom. And the verse continues, uh, it is God who gives generously without reproach. Tunaambiwa kwamba katika kitabu cha Yakobo sura ya kwanza mstari wa 5 ya kwamba kama umepungukiwa na hekima muombe Mwenyezi Mungu na atakupatia. Usiangalie binadamu mwingine, usigeukie mtu mwingine ila Mwenyezi Mungu peke yake. The problem with those who lack wisdom is they don't ask God. They don't have a proper fear of God. They don't even understand who God is and that he is the the great creator and giver of wisdom and life. Kumbuka kwa wale ambao wamekosa kukua na hekima huwa ni hawamchi Mwenyezi Mungu hawampatie heshima hawamtii hawapeni neno lake. Na kwa hivyo katika hiyo hali wanatafuta njia nyingine wakifikiria hizo ndio njia pekee ambazo zinaweza kufurahisha Mwenyezi Mungu kulingana na hekima ambayo yeye anatupatia peke yake. So instead they go to the man of God or they go to the mosque or they go to the priest. They'll go to the witch doctor. They'll go to anyone that is a human being that they think is above them to get, to get wisdom. Na kwa hivyo sisi tunapoteza nafasi yetu tunapoteza mwelekeo kwa sababu badala ya kumtafuta Mwenyezi Mungu vile ambavyo ameelekeza katika maandiko matakatifu tunatafuta mhubiri, tunatafuta mganga, tunatafuta mchawi, tunatafuta mtu ambaye anaonekana kwa macho yetu na kibinadamu ya kwamba ana hekima kuniko mimi mwenyewe na kwa hivyo unapotea mwelekeo kwa sababu Mwenyezi Mungu alituambia kwanza tumtafute yeye na mengine atatupatia. But it is God who gives wisdom. Lakini kumbuka kwamba Mungu ndiye anatupatia yote, Mungu ana mpango mwema katika maisha yetu na kwa hivyo yeye ndiye anatupatia hekima. We see also that God is the source of knowledge and understanding. Tumeambiwa kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu ndiyo chanzo cha maarifa na na hekima na, na maarifa na ufahamu. That second part of verse 6 from his mouth that is from God's mouth from the Lord's mouth come knowledge and understanding katika mstari wa sita, sentence ya pili inatuambia kwamba kinywani mwake huko kutoka maarifa na ufahamu kwa hivyo yote inatokana na Mwenyezi Mungu god is the source nikumbuka kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu ndio chanzo of wisdom and understanding yeye ndio chanzo cha ufahamu na hekima if you are to have wisdom and understanding you are to get it from God. Na kwa hivyo kama unataka kumpendeza Mwenyezi Mungu lazima hekima na ufahamu itoke kwa Mwenyezi Mungu. What wisdom will the witch doctor who doesn't even know God what will wisdom will he give you? Jeje yule mganga ambaye unatembelea ambaye hamtambui Mwenyezi Mungu atakusaidia na hekima inatoka wapi? It is from God who comes knowledge, understanding, wisdom. Kumbuka kwamba kutoka kwa Mwenyezi Mungu unapata maarifa, ufahamu na hekima. And God rewards the righteous 
with wisdom kwa wale ambao wanatenda haki na kumpendeza Mwenyezi Mungu huwa wanatunukiwa ile nafasi ya kupewa hekima na maarifa ambayo inatoka kule juu verse 7 he stores up sound wisdom for the upright naomba kwamba huwawekea wanyofu akiba ya hekima kamili now who are the upright je jiulize wanyofu ni kina nani who are they who knows who are the upright are they the believers or the unbelievers They are the believers. Those who by faith believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ, they are the righteous. Wale ambao ni waumini, wale ambao wanamcha Mwenyezi Mungu, wale kupitia kwa imani ya Yesu Kristo na kazi yake katika ulimwengu huu, wanaamini kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu anastahili heshima. They are what the Bible calls here the upright. Kumbuka kwamba Biblia inawapatia jina kwamba hao ni wanyofu. And God rewards those who are righteous with wisdom. Na kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu huwawekea hekima wale ambao wamekamilika. You can't reject God's son and God will reward you with wisdom. Kumbuka kwamba katika maandiko matakatifu tumeambiwa kwamba ukimkana Yesu Kristo utasitarajia kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu atakupatia zawadi ya kwamba utakuwa mtoto wake katika siku za mwisho. No, we've already seen all throughout the Bible apart from Jesus Christ there is nothing good in us. Kumbuka katika maandiko matakatifu yote ujumbe ni kwamba ni Yesu Kristo. Kwa hivyo kama huko pamoja na Yesu Kristo yeye aishi ndani yako na wewe uishi ndani yake hakuna mema ambaye inatoka kwako. And that includes wisdom. Na kwamba hekima inatoka kwake na kwa hivyo ikisipotoka kwake hakuna kitu bora ndani yako. Apart from Jesus Christ we have no wisdom. Na kwa hivyo bila Yesu Kristo hauna maana yote mbele ya ufalme wa Mwenyezi Mungu. God's wisdom is a reward for those who belong to his son Jesus Christ. Na hekima ambayo inatoka juu ni zawadi kwa wale ambao ni wanyofu wanatii neno la Mwenyezi Mungu. And God is a defense to those who walk uprightly according to his wisdom na mungu ni ngao kwa wale ambao wanatenda haki na wanamfurahisha yeye the second part of verse 7 he is a shield to those who walk in integrity sentence ya pili katika mstari wa saba inasema kwamba yeye ni ngao kwao waendao kwa ukamilifu God is a shield to those who walk in integrity he protects those who belong to him and obey his word Mungu ni ngao kwa wale ambao wanamtii, wanatenda haki na hatakisha kwamba anawalinda jinsi yeye anapenda. Verse 8, he guards the paths of justice. Apate kuyalinda mapito ya hukumu. For those who want to do right, for those who want to obey God, God is guarding that path. Kumbuka kwamba kwa wale ambao wanatenda haki, kwa wale ambao wanaamua kwamba watamtii Mwenyezi Mungu, kuhakikisha kwamba wanawalinda na yeye anakuwa ngao katika maisha yao. If you want to do right, kama unataka kutenda haki, if you want to follow God and obey God, kama unataka kufuata shauri la Mwenyezi Mungu na umtii Mwenyezi Mungu, God will always keep that path for you. Kumbuka kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu atakuwa ngome yako na atahakikisha kwamba njia yako inanyooka. Now men may hate you for it kumbuka kwamba Yesu Kristo alituambia kwamba binadamu atakuchukia kama unampenda yeye they may mistreat you they may torture you they might even kill you for walking on that straight narrow path 
of God. Kwa wale ambao wanamcha Mwenyezi Mungu kumbuka kwamba watu wa dunia watakuchukia, watakutesa, watakukandamiza hata kukifika kiwango ya kwamba watakuangamiza ili waonekane kama wao wanafaulu lakini kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu atashukuru yote. But for the believer who understands that in this life we are only on a journey, on a journey towards heaven and we understand that our citizenship is in heaven not here on earth we don't worry about what men will do to us kumbuka kwa yule anamcha mwenyezi mungu anamtii mwenyezi mungu anampenda mwenyezi mungu anajua kwamba yeye ni mpita njia yuko hapa kwa muda fulani lakini kule ambaye anaelekea atakuwa mwenyeji yeye hana wasiwasi kwa sababu amepata kibali mbele ya mwenyezi mungu we should only fear god who is far above men yule pekee tunastahili kumheshimu na kumwabudu ni Mwenyezi Mungu ambaye anatupenda sisi sote. So if it comes between following the ways of wicked men and following the ways of God, we should always choose God. Kumbuka kwamba kama umepoa nafasi mbili njia mbili za kuchagua mmoja wao, mmoja wapo ni kwamba kama umepoa njia ya haki na ile ya mtu ambaye anatenda maovu, chagua njia ya Mwenyezi Mungu kwa sababu hiyo njia ndio bora hata ikiwa ni nyembamba na kutakuwa na mateso. Why should we choose to follow the ways of wicked men who have absolutely no power to stand in the day of judgment against God? Jejeuliza kuna haja gani kufuata yule ambaye hana uwezo katika maisha ya milele ambaye atampendeza Mwenyezi Mungu ambaye ataangamia na hana uwezo na, eh, na ushawishi mbele ya Mwenyezi Mungu. Last we see that God protects the way of his people. Tunaona kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu huwalinda wale ambao wanamtii na kumcha yeye. The end of verse 8 and he preserves the way of his godly ones. Na katika mstari wa 8 sentence ya pili nasema kwamba na kuhifadhi njia ya watakatifu wake. Remember this life is not our destination. Kumbuka kwamba katika sehemu ambayo tunaishi sasa hiyo sio sehemu ambayo makao yetu ya kirasmi. This world is not all there is. Kumbuka kwamba hapa si kwetu hapa sisi ni wapita njia. This world is passing away. Kumbuka kwamba ulimwengu utapita sisi ni wa muda tu. There is a day coming whereby this world will no longer exist. God is creating a new heavens and a new earth. Kumbuka kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu amehimiza kwamba kuna siku moja ulimwengu huu wote utapita. Yeye anatengeneza makao mapya kwa wale ambao wanamtii yeye. So we must not make the mistake of putting our hope and our faith into the things of this world. Na kwa hivyo kama Mwenyezi Mungu amehimiza hilo jambo ni kwamba tusiweke maisha yetu tumaini yetu katika mambo ambayo inapita lakini tuweke katika maisha ya milele ambayo inapatikana kwa kazi ya Yesu Kristo. But we must place our faith in God alone through the work and the person of his son Jesus Christ alone according to the holy spirit alone na njia pekee ni moja tu ile ambayo Yesu Kristo alifundisha akituambia kwamba yeye ndio njia yeye ndio uzima yeye ndio ukweli kwa hivyo hakuna njia nyingine ya kufikia baba ila kupitia kwake na kumpendeza yeye peke yake and god will protect our way as we journey towards our final destination that is heaven na Mungu ametuahidi kwa wale ambao wanamcha na wanampenda ya kwamba atahakikisha kwamba wale ambao wanatembea katika shauri yake atawalinda ata na kuwatunza hadi wafike katika makao yake ambayo ni mbinguni. God is the reward. Kumbuka kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu ndio zawadi ambayo tunatafuta. Not money, not even heaven itself. God himself is the reward for those who believe in him. 
Mungu amejifunua kwake akisema kwamba yeye ndio zawadi anataka tutafute. Tusitafute mali, tusitafute baraka zake, tusitafute makao yake ambayo ni mbinguni, tumtafute yeye peke yake. And there is no greater reward in all of creation. Hakuna zawadi kuu kuliko Mwenyezi Mungu katika viumbe vyake vyote. There is only God who has created all things. Ni muumbaji ambaye Mwenyezi Mungu ndio mkuu katika hali ya zawadi katika maisha yako. Let's stand and pray. Tunamtasimame.